I have a story. It's like one of those tin tin hat stories. The tin okay. hat stories. We didn't do anything for Halloween, so probably should have put this on. But yeah, this is this is one of those Jason is crazy kind of stories. Okay. I was in uh, a Philly Starbucks. So when I worked in Phillies, every Friday, uh, when I worked in Phillies, whenever <laughs> when I worked in Philadelphia, every Fridays, every Friday, I would go down to Starbucks, and it'd be like my reward for getting through the week is getting a. <laughs> cafe mocha <laughs> and so i walk into the starbucks and i'm waiting for my drink and some this woman walks in and she's a little too perfect there's something oh. about her she just she looks too perfect and it stuck with me because there was this, this creepy feeling uh-huh. like what is going on here because something's not right she's just way too perfect and and come to find out you know i do I, you know, it's no secret. I've seen UFOs. I'm I'm in that camp where I'm crazy, and I I do think something else is going on. So I'm scrolling through the Instagram reels, and I see this. It looked like a conference with a former FBI agent saying that we've categorized 57 different alien species, and some of them are so crazy, or some of them look so human. There's no way to differentiate them from the actual human beings. And it clicked in my head. Yes, yes. It was an alien I saw because where else would you go in the galaxy to get great coffee? You go to Starbucks. It is worth going across the galaxy to Starbucks. You get your Starbucks and then you go back to Zartan or wherever you come from and you have a good day. This is the way. We wanted men. Welcome to episode 166 of the Smugglers Galaxy Podcast, your favorite Star Wars podcast for smugglers in the galaxy. Guess what week it is? Jason, what week is it? It's birthday week. It's birthday week. I was trying to play like a Sans birthday, birthday suits. Yeah, Sans birthday suit. We won't get Jason is already uncomfortable enough. I, yeah. I don't think he'd like to record Skin this crawling. birthday suit. No, 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 bro. No birthday suit for Jason. No. But yeah, we uh we hung out last night and we hung out again today. We actually hung out with our with the ladies last night and went to the burger bar and sang some really, good. really bad karaoke. I was not prepared to sing it and it was horrible. Yeah. That I just wasn't feeling it. And I, and the vibe in the bar was like, I don't know if I want to sing here. At Reformation? Yeah, it just wasn't uh-huh. my thing. Oh, it was it was kind of a little weird setup. Uh, it was, it, you know, it was in the middle of a bar and there was no stage. And it some drunk I tried asshole singing. was just getting in the girls and they sang. And it's like, dude, stop being an ass. Listen to Jason Kirsten. Yeah, I was not happy with that guy. No, he was. And they I would have pushed kinda, him over. Yeah, they were just kind of letting him go and do his thing. But I, I don't know how you deal with drunk people. So, well, and- the host did push him away uh, right before we left. Oh, okay. He cleared out, and I was like, "Okay, I'm I'm comfortable to leave now." All right, cool. Yeah, because I was, um, I was my back was towards him, and you were facing the crowd. That what was going on, so you saw more than what I did. But mm-hmm. 
Yeah, I tried singing some Goldfinger, and I was. It's been a minute since I sang, and it did not go over very well. It wasn't um, bad. It was really yeah. good. Was it? I thought it yeah. sucked, and my wife was even like, "Dude, that sucked." Really? Yeah. She's a harsh critic. Yeah, she is. Well, I'm also I'm a harsh critic of myself. Yeah, but so. it's karaoke. It's not supposed to be great. I think I sounded better than more the majority of the people yeah. up there. At Somebody least I can't. Huh? Good. At least I was able to carry a tune somewhat. Yeah, it's some one guy was sing, singing Talking Heads and it was way out of his range. He was stretching out his voice and uh, you sounded much better than that. It worked. Oh, good. Well, thank you. Yeah. So, and then we went to the cigar. We had, we went to, we had burgers, karaoke, and then we went, hung out and had cigars, smoked some cigars. So that was fun. Good night. And then as we were leaving, the girls were like, we need to do this more often. And I'm oh, like, let's do it. So the, the, Cigar bar more often, sure. Yeah, cigar bar, bowling, go to Chattanooga for the day. It'd be fun. Did you? Uh, we got birthdays coming up, so uh, we'll have more next week. But have you picked anything up? Maybe not even birthday related. Uh, the only thing I picked up uh, was I was over at GameStop, which we will get into my reasoning behind it later. But they had a Clarence Boba Fett shirt for like ten bucks. Uh, and it, it's, uh, I don't know how to describe it, but it, it, I guess it's like a drawing, like a concept drawing style. And it's uh, from Book of Boba Fett. So uh, it kind of points out a couple of things on his uniform. And uh, yeah, for 10 bucks, I couldn't turn down a Boba Fett t-shirt. And that's about it. And then today at the meetup, I picked up like a some kind of slideshow thing for like 30 bucks, which it's kind of hard to turn down for something vintage with the box for $30. Yeah, it's a steal. Yeah. I got uh, TVC Life Day Chewbacca. It's in mint. Did it come in mint? Because, you know, our buddy Jordan, he sent his, he sent pictures of his and they shipped it with the heavy, something heavy in the box. And it's mint. And I don't know if this will show up, but there's like a white fuzzy right here. And I'm like, how did the fuzz, you kind of see it. I can see that. How did a fuzz get inside of Chewbacca? It's not even like a red fuzz. It's just Breaking a white Hasbro. Fuzz. It is what it is. It's fine. But I Hasbro got that. Pulse. I did get my uh, Rebels Thrawn. He awesome. Came. He came. I got my Ahsoka Ahsoka. She came. Nice. I got my uh, Luke. What do they call it? Jedi Temple Luke. But yeah, it was like they're folding an envelope and putting it in the mail. The card back was bent up. And so it's. It's frustrating. I'll have to find another one. Um, I did get the end of Kenobi Black Series Kenobi. Uh-huh. The sexy one. Yeah. Just remember yeah. it's not gay if it's Kenobi. Yeah. That's a that's a thing. <laughs> it's gotta be specific though. It's gotta be you and McGregor Kenobi, because oh. I don't know about Alec Guinness or James Arnold Taylor. Right. Well, at least James Arnold Taylor, it he sounds enough like him. You could pretend. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> There's something else that I got. Um, black K or Chrysanthemum. I guess they dropped the black part. Oh, did they really? I think huh. so. Yeah. Interesting. It's just Chrysanthemum now. It's a TVC one. And then, oh, I got the Ewoks two pack. Nice. Did you open it? No. <laughs> no. That's my thing. Yeah. Mandy didn't want to open hers. And then she saw that there's people that have, have gotten the ewoks bubbles upside down so she was kind of hoping she'd get that 
Mm. And uh, she just got normal ones. Maybe I'll go to a radar tech and ask him to scan it. Give me an x-ray. Is it upside yeah. down? Yeah, I, I don't think it would work, though. Probably not. But that's that's about it. Um, yeah, that's it. That's it for pickup. No, wait, I did pick up uh, that Yoda playset. Think about playset. Vintage with the box at the meetup. Yeah, there were some steals going today. We probably we only had like 10 people there. Maybe we shouldn't have done it auction but we still did all right but we're benefiting our friend so yeah. i think that's the important thing is that it all went to charity we didn't keep anything for ourselves and right except the, the items <laughs> <laughs> yeah no it, it's yeah no it, think about it dude it's a week it's a month till the uh winter social and six months to rogue fun yeah it's uh that's starting to get me a little nervous really yeah, because listening to the Vintage Rebellion, which is another podcast out of the UK, one of the hosts is coming, and they were saying how the annual was better than celebration. It was something worth attending, and the one of the hosts was a little jealous because the other one was attending. Uh, I think it's Jason Smith. Uh huh. And I'm sitting there like, oh god, I got to deliver, <laughs> <laughs> dude. I think we're there. We just it's it's all right now. It's all dotting I's and crossing T's. I hope so. And it's it's getting every, putting everything in motion. I think everything the 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 big hard stuff's done now. It's just it's still hard stuff, but you know the heavy lifting's been done, and we just need to get the the light put the little things in place. Yeah, and it was a funny conversation today because what did my wife say? Something like during your fifth rogue fun or something like that. Yeah, I'm like, whoa, did. whoa, 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 slow <laughs> down. Let me get through the first one before we even start talking about a second one. She, she totally was. She was like, now in the fifth year of rogue fund, we can have a 200 seat arena. And she even said, she goes, dude, I told Jason a hundred seats wasn't enough. I'm like, well, you know, I didn't want to push it either for the first one, man. Uh, yeah. Because like, there's there was two sides of the coin. The one side is that I had I had a possible venue that could seat like 250 people. Uh-huh. But it would have been far from the hotel. Or have a smaller place in the hotel. And like I have said before, like I thought we were getting 70 people. I thought 120 people were a pipe dream. Right. It was a pipe dream. So we're there and and so I guess plan A would have been better. But, you know, it's the first time out. We're going to be fine. We'll be fine. Yeah. We'll be fine. So we'll, we'll, I, I think we hit like the perfect storm of there's no celebration. There's no annual. There's nothing really going on next year. And uh, people are ready to party. You know, they're ready to get out and, and see some friends. Yeah, I think so. I hope that's the case. Like, <laughs> hopefully the people will be good enough because if they don't like the panels. They'll, they'll like the company. Right. Well, I, truthfully, I think that, you know, you've got, you're going for one or the other. You're either going for the panels or you're going for the company. You're going for a little bit of both. You know, maybe, maybe you're hoping to find some stuff at room sales. I mean, it's yeah. going to be a fun weekend, man. We, we, I mean, we've, we've got it all there. It's just, it's executing it. And I think, I don't think executing, it's not going to be the hard part. Execute order rogue fun. Yes. Ha ha ha. Ha ha ha. But yeah, I'm, I'm excited. And, uh, you know, we've got the plan. We'll we'll stick to the plan. We'll execute the plan, and then later on, we'll just listen to people say if the plan was good or not. Right? They'll be like, "It sucked." No, no, that's I fine. Don't, I don't think they'll be like that. No, because people were like, "We already announced one panel, which was Jerry's panel about Sears and and the the golden age of the wish book," and people were like, "Yeah, that's awesome." So, I think. Well, 
the first one is right out of the gate was exciting. So I think uh, I think we're good. Right. Well, I think we're also doing panels that nobody has done before either. We're we're changing it up because, you know, when we when we were discussing uh, things, they were just like, we've heard the Kenner guys. Ten different times tell tell, tell the same story, you know. Everybody knows how Boba Fett came around, so we don't need another Boba Fett origin story. Even though what we're having the a different Boba Fett origin story. Uh, oops, but uh, anyway. <laughs> Wait, was that a was that a, that wasn't anything for Rogue Fun? That was a swipe at Lucasfilm, right? Exactly. Yeah, so, so you just know, want it's to a clarify. different thing. I don't it's want people different... to sit there thinking like, "Wait, what?" Did it make right. It um. So I mean, we're, it's just different stuff. And uh, I think that's sort of what we're getting ready pr- to present, and people are going to enjoy it. I keep forgetting that we have only announced one panel. Only announced one panel, yes. We've yeah, got another well, we, one coming up. Yeah. When's, when's the next announcement? Life Day. Life Day, which is the 11th, right? The 17th. 17th. Oh, yeah, dude, we forgot. Susan gave everybody Life Day mugs yes. at the at the meetup today. That was so nice of her. Yeah. So yes. we have all got blue orb life day mugs at the meetup yes. today. So that went right wash with mine. my I, that went in my Batu um on my Batu shelf. Yeah. So it yeah, I found that mugs with the curved rim like that make it really, really hard to drink out of. Cause the liquid goes everywhere. Oh, uh, okay. I guess yeah, okay, I see that now. Yeah. But it's still an awesome mug and it was a great gift. So it's on my Batu shelf. But yeah, our next announcement, our next panel announcement will be Life Day. Um, and that's part of the challenge with doing these panels, like you were saying. How do you present something in a new way that kind of is a little bit plus, plus up, plus right. one? So that was the challenge. I think we've we've met that, but I mean, that's up to the people to decide. Yeah, I, I know we've, I think we have. It, it's, it, it'll be a good panel. It'll be a good panel, good time. I had... Uh, Narayan's here. We were talking about like the, the the podcast that had mentioned us and or mentioned Rogue Fun, and we're like, what do we do with the audio afterwards? Because we will be capturing it, but maybe we like spread it out to other podcasts that come and attend. So if like if if they want it, like David Quinn could take a panel and either feature it or play it, or if the Vintage Alliance wants to play c- clips from a panel, they can play it. Just kind of share the love and spread it around. Like it doesn't need to be like. No, it's a Georgia thing. It's a rogue fun thing. That's a smuggler's galaxy thing, man. No. We'll get our own. Don't worry. Yeah. <laughs> we'll be fine. We'll be fine. Everything's fine here. Yeah. But it's, yeah, it's turning out to be great. And uh, I have to clean my garage. I've got a bunch of boxes on the way. And... <laughs> you were like, I got to clean my box because I have my garage because I got all this stuff showing up. And yeah, it, oh, it's. The amount of stuff that's coming is amazing because, well, yeah, because everybody knows we're doing the ice cream patches and we were able to have a sneak peek of that today. And that those are looking amazing. It kind of I'm kicking myself a little bit for not getting one now. But, I, you know, I know that, you know, something, you know, something, something, <laughs> something, something, something. One of one will break loose if I want to if I want to buy one. Um, but we'll see. But yeah, good times. I'm excited. Yeah, cool. Uh, do you have any? Uh, I, I know we talked. I you know Halloween was this week, and I'm just holding my Boba Fett 
but you only had like three ho- trick or treaters. But I, I'm sorry. Let me let me rephrase. Let me start start over again. But my uh my daughter sent me pictures of the grandbabies and my grandson dressed as Boba Fett for Halloween. So that was kind of cool. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, vintage Boba Fett or Dead Bob Boba Fett? It uh, looked like vintage Boba Fett. Okay. That's awesome. Yeah. So it was a cool a cool grandpa moment. Yeah, we only had three trick-or-treaters. I put on my Chewbacca onesie, and I threw on that mascot Chewbacca head, the oversized one, and I just sat out there. And One dad was like, what are you? And I'm like, Chewbacca. He's like, oh, I see it. (laughs) If you're not ready for it, it is kind of weird. But, uh, yeah, it it was cool. I don't remember. I didn't see it. Normally, we see one or two Star Wars people, but I didn't see anybody, any Star Wars people today that I remember. But. Also, well, my wife was giving out most of the candy. It kept me warm, which I think is important on a right. Halloween night. So cool, yeah. yeah. Cool. It, it, dude. I don't. I think what happens, and and I do like. I I can't argue with the trunk or treat stuff, but I think that steal that steals the uh, fun. Not the fun, but takes a lot of people from going house to house. Um, yeah, and kids have kind of wisened up, I guess, and they go to the big neighborhoods where. They know there's a lot of new families or whatever. Right. They don't come to the old tired neighborhoods. No, they don't. They're, well, we're, I mean, I'm right down the street from this neighborhood called Bridge Mill, and that's where everybody's supposed to go trick or treating because there's full size candy bars. See? Yeah. We were just giving out little bitty candy bars, but we were giving out a handful of them. So that should make up for it. But. That's, that's what we were doing. It was like um, when the kid would show up. You know, take take a bunch because I don't want to eat all of it. Yeah. Oh, Lewis is saying they had one. Wow. But you live on it. Lewis lives on a main road, so I can understand. Yeah, wow. I'm surprised. I'm surprised he had one. I yeah. mean, if I'm honest. It's not like a neighborhood. It's like you were saying, a main road where you have to like drive. It's it's a bit to walk from house to house. Right. Well, I've also I saw that a lot. And this is smart. Now people are starting to, to do the uh, where they tow a. a a trailer behind something either they'll get put everybody in the truck or yeah do a golf cart or four-wheeler or whatever yes so it it you can hit more houses yes yes yeah so anyway huh we had a meetup today we did we had it at doug's place which go ahead oh you go no no i was saying i was gonna say i was real surprised with his collection It, it i didn't expect it to be that huge you know what i mean you're just when you see somebody's collection and you're like this is a nice collection yeah it's very nice it's very cool yeah. uh very yeah. hospitable uh love the family um they were kind enough because his, his street is a little tight so we had a park in a business place and his daughter was driving everyone back and forth um yeah. you go down to his basement and in that main area he's got turn styles where there was the vintage collection and the original trilogy collection and there was one with black series and then there was a fourth one with like a catch-all with a little bit of everything episode three and the power of the force two and all that stuff he has uh he's missing 15 of the last 17 yeah. and he made his own custom display where that he printed great he printed out the colored back the colored pill bubble thing that goes be- behind the figures on the card back right if I'm explaining that right. Yeah. He printed those out and then he put it on this black sheet of, of wood, made his own shelves. So it looks like the figures are standing in front of their 
uh, respective color on the card back. Um, yeah, no, that was, that was great. And, uh, yeah, no, it, it, he, he had it nice. It was a nice setup. And then everybody turned around and saw his TV and they were like, what size is that TV? And I'm like, I'm sorry, I couldn't hear you over the TV. It was a 90 inch TV. It's like when I bought my, was it 65 inch TV that was pushing it? And now it's like 90 inches. Yeah. And... Well, it's crazy the way how cheap TVs have gotten now, because yeah, when I bought a 55 inch TV five, six years ago, it was $500. Now it, a, you get a, 80 inch TV for 500 bucks. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, no, they were, everybody was hospitable. We played a little trivia game. We were trying, it was funny because we were trying, we were playing this game and we're trying to follow the rules. And then we, everybody would just like F it. Let's just do it as a a trivia thing. And uh, we ended up, our team ended up winning. So that was fun. It was one of those weird games with convoluted rules. Like you need to first give us a a, a biggly bop. And when you get four bibbly bops, you get a Hoosier was it. When you get 17 Hoosier was it, you are you wearing the right to answer the question? And it was like, uh, can we just play trivia? Right. It was very weird. Yeah, but it was cool. And uh, it was a good time. It was a good time. No, and they were very like, like you said, we had pizza and drinks and chips and they sang us happy birthday, which was great. And <laughs> that was nice. Yeah. I'm finding I don't awesome. like to, the attention. I I noticed you don't like the attention. <laughs> My skin is crawling. It's like stop it. <laughs> that was another thing. And then like last night, we got finished eating, and and they uh, your wife had said that it, we were celebrating our birthdays, and they they bring us uh, milkshakes, and I could just tell you were uncomfortable with that. And I'm like, dude, yeah. enjoy it, man. Wait, the extrovert is enjoying the attention, and the introvert doesn't enjoy the attention. <laughs> what is going on? Why won't the introvert shape up? <laughs> I have no clue what's going on there. Uh-huh. Oh man, my live what happened to my live video? We got cut. Oh well. Live? Am I? Okay. Oh, I also uh forgot to mention that uh Delilah Dawson, who is a Star Wars author, uh-huh, was at a new Barnes and Noble this week. So what I wanted to do was get her to sign my copy of uh Black Spire. She wrote that novel that takes place in, in Galaxy's Edge, Black Spire. Right. And you and when you read it, you realize like she writes like the purpose for the rebel base and why this is here and, and traveling back and forth from the base to town on um, Black Spire. And uh she's a local artist, uh local author. I didn't realize oh, really? that. Yeah, she lives locally. I guess she grew up in Roswell. Uh-huh. And so I got her to sign that and I felt bad because I like brought my book and she had this brand new Star Wars book that was for sale. Mm-hmm. It's just been released, and I was like, All right, I'll buy that too. Right. So I got uh, Rise of the Red Blade, and she signed that too. Okay, what is that? Uh, it's about that an Inquisitor. Is it, is it an okay? Because I saw the Inquisitor saber, so that was cool. Yeah, I, I did. You tell her that she made Black Spire outpost sound a lot cooler than what it really was. No, I said that it really enhanced the experience. Yeah, I didn't want to seem too nerdy, but I was like, it, I really enjoyed the book that it enhanced the experience because then you know. Like I just mentioned, you know why the base is there and and this and that. And she's like, oh, that's cool. So she wrote to Jason, Bright Suns, and then she signed the bottom. That's awesome. And then yeah, she, she signed this one, Inquisitor, and Rejoice. So I don't know what that means. Maybe there's like a line in the book that the Inquisitors say rejoice to, to one another. Cool. Was there a lot of people there? There wasn't. 
And I really, uh, the like I said, the uh, introvert got to me because I really wanted to ask her questions about just being an author in general. Uh-huh. And I chickened out. I was just like, Dude, yeah, I got to sh- go. You should do that, especially if there's not a lot of people there. You should be like, hey, I'm actually an author and I've got a couple of books and blah, blah, blah. And yeah. Dude, I, I really. So you've seen the last episode of Loki, right? Or the, the current episode of Loki, the yeah. one that came out Thursday. Yeah. You lost? No, I'm not lost. Oh, I just okay. I felt kind of when he's trying to be like, oh, I've got all these. Yes, it's my favorite book or my best selling book. And there's a stack of them. And he's like, I, I must have it somewhere around here. I'm just thinking of you the whole time. <laughs> yeah. Where is my book? I don't have stacks of it around here. Where is it? Oh, wait, what's this? Oh, oh. What's that? I just couldn't help thinking of you and just. Yeah, I know I have a copy here for you somewhere, Glenn. I don't know where. Uh, oh, what's this? Here's this one. <laughs> this one. Yeah, it's it was funny because it's like that's that's true. <laughs> it's a struggling author. That's true. They got that and, one right. Right, and it just it was like yeah, and I feel the same thing for like being a musician. It's like you have thousands of copies of your CD laying around that nobody buys. And it's 10 years later and you find that box full of CDs. <laughs> it's so heartbreaking. It really is. I felt that pain too. But no, I'm not. I think I'm finally getting, starting to get Loki, but then it's like all of a sudden he's like, I can fix things. And you're like, all right, here we go. It's like everything's starting to make sense. And then me being a time travel nerd, I'm like, all right, things are, things are starting to make sense with me. And then it just totally changes again. We'll see. We got to see how this ends. Was it one episode left? I don't know. I would would assume because the last one was six episodes. And then I'm trying to understand. I mean, I understand why Loki's there, but it's like. And I guess now this last episode, I'm understanding how he got there. But it's like, how did Loki get to TVC? You know what I mean? To my mind, I'm like, he's a god. He's still Thor's brother, but TVA, TVA, you know, and. That's the TVC. How did he get yeah. the Vintage Collection? Right. <laughs> He's in the book. He made a book? He made a book about the Vintage Collection? So it's just that to me, my brain can't get over that part of it, but it's still I enjoy it. it it's a good show. Yeah, I'm I'm enjoying it a lot. Yeah. But I'm, I'm enjoying it even better after this last episode, and now it's starting to click, and it's going to be over next week, I think. So that's kind of sad. And then we got to wait. What were you watching? You were reading some... I I don't like looking at people's phones, but I did see that you were looking at uh, an article today about Jaleel White playing Hondo Anaka in. Yeah, I saw I didn't go into it, but there was uh, so the guy who played Urkel apparently in <laughs> apparently. Huh? It's just funny that you have to start a sentence. The guy from Urkel's in Star Wars. <laughs> So I didn't read the whole article, but I it's enough. I don't know if it's clickbait or not, but they are saying that he is in Skeleton Crew. Yes, that's true. That part is true. Okay, so whoever he played in Skeleton Crew took two hours of makeup, and he's a pirate. Can he do the voice? Hello, my friend. Maybe. Did I do that? Did I do that, my friend? (laughs) Maybe. yeah. Dude, you need to start doing that more often, doing the impressions, because you're pretty good at it. And You're listening to the Smuggler's Galaxy Podcast. 
<laughs> do little little uh what do they call it snippets or the snippets but, bites bites or something yeah bites i don't know dude that would be a way to tie everything together you know bring hondo in there yeah or maybe he's just the dude from or he well no he wanted to play the guy from uh book of boba fett because the rumor has it that the guy from book of boba fett is the uh or Mandalorian, that whatever that guy is, is the antagonist in Skeleton Crew. But he died. The pirate, the seaweed yeah. pirate. Right. But yeah, I guess died. they could, he could still come back. I guess he would just be like trimmed seaweed. Right. So I, I, I don't know. I guess we'll see. We got another couple of months. So, uh, yeah, um, so GameStop. Yeah. Into now. Let's get into GameStop. GameStop has started to get the Micro Galaxy Squadron vehicles, and I think it's about time we debate whether or not Chases in general and Rares and you know, Funko does it too and other line toy lines do it too, Hot Wheels. Is it really a collector's thing or does it is it more hurtful than it is um helpful yeah so well and also the micro galaxy squadron stuff is a totally different animal because series two where they had one of the most popular ships that people like me have been waiting years for sabine's tie fighter came in that in series two and series two basically got forgotten about so we've got a debate that a little bit too but um no cancel siri <laughs> what just happened she started playing a little bit by some actor i don't know some song called little bit um okay. but anyway no I think that's a that needs to be part of the debate too. I don't really mind, I guess, the chases and stuff because my mind I did do the Funko stuff forever. And Funko stuff is not that hard to find. If you want to find the chase, you can find it. But yeah, um I don't know. My Micro Galaxy Squadron is just pissing me off. Yeah, it is very is frustrating the, when you try to catch them all. Right. Um, I mean, I. It's frustrating when you're trying to be a completist or you're trying to find that one ship that you've been waiting years for, i.e. the Sabine Starfighter, because I'm a freaking Rebels fan and I'm a Sabine fan. And that Starfighter is an amazing ship. The Star so nope. TIE Fighter. Huh? That one we've got to kind of set aside because you're not the only person I've been. I've talked to other people who are like, I don't want to collect the line, but I want that one. Right, exactly. So it's okay. So if you want to set that aside, we, but will we take can even that talk in. about Ahsoka because, like, why would you put one of the more popular characters in in Star Wars right now as a chase? Mm -hmm. Or is it rare? Right, rare. Whatever. I, I I don't know why they would have done that. I think that was a that was an f up on them. I mean, and it, they at least corrected that later on in the line. Yeah, because then you could buy the uh, two Ahsoka starfighters with Ahsoka. It was a little different. And it was like 25 bucks for the two ships. So you were still able to get the ship. It was a little different. Um, but somebody found one of those at a, a GameStop. So that's why you're going to GameStop. Yeah. I am. So that's why I was at GameStop because I wanted to see. I'd seen that they were getting 
the micro galaxy squadron stuff in. And I'm like, let me see if they actually are getting the stuff in. Um, and I found some of them. I was at one and they had a Bo-Katan ship and I'm like, Hey, do you got any more of these ships? And the guy just kind of looked at me and went, Nope. And I'm like, and then he went back to his phone and it's like, dude, can you at least look? That's you helpful. got a computer. It take you two seconds. Very helpful. Yeah. And I went the one I went to that I bought the shirts at. She was saying we could have them, but we hadn't processed them yet. And her back room was full of stuff. You know, they had a ton. You could tell they just got a shipment in. So I didn't force the issue. And then I was at another one. Uh, the one I think up here near us, they had uh, an ad at. Hmm. So they're they're showing up and I've seen I've done stuff. Um, <laughs> looked online and I've seen that they have at least the blind boxes. There's plenty of places that have the blind boxes. Yeah. I've been frustrated because I've, and I've even stopped hunting. They don't have anything new at Target and Walmarts. Mm -hmm. Or if they're new, you have to be right there when they get pulled on the shelf or put on the shelf. Right. But like when I did find the Series 4, uh, I found the Wedge Antilles Chase or Rare or whatever. But I also found the Mando ship and the Y-Wing. And I thought to myself, well, I pre-ordered them on Amazon, so I'll leave this for the next collector. And I pre-ordered these back in like April, like in the spring for right. September, and they've been delayed till October, and then they were delayed to November. And then just this past week, I had to approve the delay till December. Yeah. I'm, I, just getting, I'm getting frustrated with the distribution, but I mean, that's a separate issue from the chases and rares. Right. No, I'm frustrated with distribution in general because that's not just happening Micro Galaxy Squadron. That's happening in a lot of other Star Wars lines that you order, pre-order them, and they're showing up in uh, stores before you can buy them, before your pre-order shows up. I should have bought it and then just canceled mine, but I thought, well, I, I have a, this hasn't been an issue with Amazon before where it's been delayed so long. Right. But, but like yeah. getting back to the chases and rares, is it really good? Is it really a collectible thing? Who does it benefit? No, I mean it. It benefits the uh, I it, with everything like that. It benefits the uh, aftermarket guys. Uh, so you, you know, but they're the only ones that are really making money, right? And that's how I feel too. I feel like it's creating a, a market for the secondary collectors, a, a purpose for them to race to the store and buy these items so they can flip it for hundreds of dollars kind of cutting out the the collectors who actually want to get it for their own enjoyment. Right. And, and I mean, I've come to the point, uh, I mean, they did, well, you know, you have this happen in Hot Wheels. You had it happen in Pops. You now we have it in the Star Wars galaxy uh, with the micro galaxy stuff. And you kind of come to the realization that it's a necessary evil um, with this stuff. And I like with Pops, you can pre-order because when I was with doing pops, when you you were paying like a normal pop was ten dollars, and then if you wanted the chase, it was like twenty dollars. Uh, you know, you paid twenty dollars, and the store would save you a chase. Now I don't know if the store. I'm assuming the store is pocketing that ten extra dollars because they're going through and finding you a chase or whatever. Because there was a lot of stores where if you were part of their you know club or whatever, they would save you a chase if you wanted. You know, if you paid the extra money. Um. So I, I I don't mind paying a few extra dollars for a chase, but then like with other things with the micro galaxy, the stuff's going through the roof. And I'm I'm 
I've been happy. I've been lucky enough to find the chases, except for the two that I really wanted. Yeah, most of my chases I've got <laughs> you finding trying to find the Sabine thing. Right. I mean, I found dude, I found I left the General Grievous sitting on the shelf a few days ago. Yeah. Because it was like I didn't I didn't want it. It was leave it for the next guy because I've already got one and I've got it for trade bait and nobody wants it. I guess I don't understand like how it's a necessary evil because I feel like it could be successful without the chases and the rares. Yeah, hold on. Let me close my door. No, it could totally be because when we had Max on, his excuse for doing the chases was it was a way to get the oddball vehicles out into the public, which uh, I kind of understand, but I kind of don't because they did like Assad's Assad's Ventress ship, and that's a peg warmer, and who the hell wants that ship? That's the oddball ship that should have been a chase, and like Sabine should have been a main line because. Nobody seems to want Asajj, but everybody wants Sabine. So it's like, what? There's miscalculation there. Right. Um, and then what else? It, yeah. I, I. But like Hasbro, for instance, it has been yes. successful for years. Well, I mean, successful is a general term. I mean, are they really successful right now? But, 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 but. anyways, <laughs> um, they've been successful for years and they don't have chases and rares. So I don't understand like why a company feels like they need to add that to a line in order to sell their product. Are they not that faith? They don't have that much faith in their product that it's going to be good enough to sell that they need to do a gimmick like that. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, because is it hot wheels that did the other micro uh, other line? Yeah. They they have their own. But then, like, their chases are, like, weathered ships. They're the same ship, but just got a different paint scheme. Yes. And then the logo, I think, is a little bit different. Like, the normal the, is red and the chases are blue. Right. So, if you know that knowledge, you know, an average mom, let's just use Joe Smo, you know, a mom with her kids, she's not going to know that. But then if you're in the Micro Galaxy Squadron and you see that big-ass sticker on there, you're going to be like, oh, that's something important. And then they're going to get their phone out and be like, oh, that ship's selling for $300 online. I need to buy it. And they're gonna, it's going to be on eBay the next day. Or hell, it'll be on eBay before they get, when they the minute they hit their car. Mm. <laughs> it's frustrating. It's so yeah. frustrating. I the, the the thing that frustrates me the most is the fact that, you know, like with Pops, let's say Pops, it's just a different version of the figure. It's not a totally different ship or a totally different figure. Uh, Pops do get frustrating because there is, you know, uh, like San Diego Comic-Con versions of things. Uh, but then at least with Pops, they'll release another version. So like it's the same, like they'll, so well, the only time they did it was like with the chrome blue stuff at star wars celebration uh chicago they never released a chrome blue version but like they did a chopper that was chicago they did a a grand Admiral Thrawn that was a celebration exclusive but then as soon as celebration's over they're releasing that to the public without the celebration sticker on it so you could still have the figure it's just not the celebration sticker one yeah uh, so pops do kind of do the, you know, there's a loophole for that. Um, but this stuff that 
micro galaxy squadrons done as far as like it's a totally different figure or totally i mean they still do the paint apps i guess the x-wings are different and i guess you could make the argument it's a different paint app on a different uh ship but i just don't get it yeah like i can only talk about myself but i feel like it does brand damage because now i associate like chases and rares as a frustrating thing and i've kind of lost the passion for it because i can't get the ones that i want i can't get them all so it's like why even bother because i know i don't want to spend 200 300 on a, a vehicle right it's not that important to complete the set yeah no i i can agree with that because i had a lot i had three or four probably i, I had somewhere between five probably five to ten ships on amazon on pre-order and got so frustrated i just canceled them all see brand damage so it just it it yeah it, it it hurts the brand and and it but well I think what it is is you get frustrated and you start thinking I really want to spend this money on this product. It's it's not that it's it's not that it, I'm a completist. I am a completist, but it's more just being pissed off. And I was just mad at at the way that they were doing business and mad that um well number one it it irked me that Amazon kept delaying and I don't think it's Amazon. But it, it it aggravated me that, like you said, you've seen the ships in the store and you passed on them because, oh, I'm going to get this in Am from Amazon in a week yeah. or two. And it's been months. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, you are going to can. I mean, it's just and, and I, I canceled a thirty dollar and it also irks me. I mean, I the ad ads an amazing ship, but it was sixty dollars. I mean, yeah, Um. it's an amazing, you know, um. So it, it that kind of irked me a little bit, and to be fair to Jazzwares, though they've brought their prices down. Yeah, they have. They have. So but, I would imagine sixty dollars is fair for what goes into making that item. Oh, for what you get, it's it's got sounds, it's got lights, it's got a bunch of play activity on it. Don't get, don't take it. Don't. I'm I'm just I'm just griping. That's all yeah. I'm doing. I'm not mad that it was sixty dollars. I'm more mad that I. I guess I'm more mad that you give the company that much money and they don't support you. Yeah. If that makes sense. Am I making, is that, does that make? I think so. I think it would be helpful if not every single series had a chase or right. rare. There's that's four vehicles nearly like it's something like 40, 30% of the line is a chase and a rare. Right. And it's just, it's, it's frustrating. And it's not that it's the, it's like, Maybe people don't like Plo Koon as much as Luke Skywalker. So, so make that a chase. Well, it's like, no, maybe don't. Maybe just make that available. It's just a repaint. Mm -hmm. It doesn't need to be that special where we have to go chasing it. I mean, they um, had enough of the chases with our blind boxes, and they could have been fine with just doing the blind boxes. Yeah, and I think still, so. You'd still have the chase element there. But then what's annoying with the blind boxes is it's very hard to find some that somebody hadn't opened up. And you had a solution for the chases and rares, which I think you should share. Stickerless. Oh, the stickerless. <laughs> Let me yeah, clue, sorry, clue sorry, you sorry. In I was on like, your own idea. <laughs> right. Sorry. No, I mean I do agree with that. Take the stickers off of them, or put the stickers underneath them, or hide the stickers, or do something to them to where they're not like, "Hey, look, I'm a rare." And you know, Hot Wheels when Hot Wheels used to. Uh, I mean, they hit it, but you still could know if you knew where to look, you knew that you had a chase or a rare. Yeah. Now, if you know, Hot you know, Wheels, you, huh? It should be. If you know, you know, 
Right, exactly. Just like I love the like what the Hot Wheels did with their ships. The if it's a blue thing, it's oh, that's a rare one. Um, uh, and it doesn't stick out as much. I, I there's gotta be something they could do to make that not as obvious because I really thought one of the ships I got you didn't have a sticker on it. And I thought yeah. that only reason it was still on the shelf is because it didn't have a, a chase sticker. Right. So yeah, I think that's something that they could look at. Um quite possible. Quite I mean, yeah, and you're right. It how much money are they? I mean, I think they've lost more money doing the chase than they've made because everybody that I know is losing interest in this line. And it's something that you called from the very beginning. Yeah. That the chases and where a lot of people call, I mean, you and a lot of people, and it's just, it's coming to fruition where people are, are mad at the line. I, I mean, there's a, a, a blogger that went all, did the same thing we did. You go ape crap and your head over heels on this line. And she's like, I don't, I can't, I'm done. She's in the same boat we're in. I still love the line, but it the chase and the rares and the way they're doing stuff right now is just losing me. Yeah, I, I guess we're just making this all about Micro Galaxy Squadron. It, it started to become that way. I mean, we can go back to talking about... I was trying I to mean, keep it generic, but... Episodes it's, it's hard, were, it's hard to, to talk about pops when it's something I've been out of for four or five years. Yeah, I guess I was just thinking in general. I mean, but like Series 1 is clogging up Walmart. We've got those Asajj Ventress everywhere. Right. It's extremely frustrating, and you can't put new product on the shelf. I mean, we're three series series later, and we right. they're not on the shelf because we still have the Imperial Troop Transport and Asajj Ventress clogging up the shelves. Yeah. That's kind of frustrating. And I get, like, when you start a line, you don't know, so you overproduce, and then you dial it in as you go. Mm-hmm. But it seems like it's it's a real struggle now to try to get new product in Walmart, and that's that's frustrating. And then just trying to get uh, like you need to be there when the employee is pulling the item out of the box, which could be at, at any time because they don't do the overnight stocking anymore. Mm-hmm. It could be at two o'clock in the afternoon. It could be at ten a a ten a.m. Could right. be on a Wednesday. It could be on a Friday. It could be on any day of the week. You just have to be there at the right time. Or find the right employee that's willing to help you. And and I work nine to five, so I can't do it full time. But there's people who can. They can go store to store to store and they can. Why is there a cat walking down my driveway? Meow. <laughs> <laughs> Happy birthday, Jason. Yeah. But like why? And it's like crawling. It's not even. It must be hunting something. Um, That completely derailed me. <laughs> <laughs> But it's like, yeah, it's like I don't have the opportunity to go store to store and get all those things. So it's a system that I feel and I, I got to watch it because I have no proof that it's only scalpers buying these things. But there are a lot online. And based on what we've heard from San Diego Comic-Con, where it was the item people were chasing and they were getting into fights and they were um, making their own uh, tickets. They were copying forfeit. They're for, not forfeiting. Um, yeah, forfeiting tickets. Forf- yeah. They're making their own tickets and 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 trying to trick Micro Galaxy Squadron into giving them. And it's like maybe that's not the best thing to do with Star Wars because Star Wars is a, br- a premium brand. People love it. It's it seems to be somewhat evergreen. You know, um, you can make a new Star Wars thing right now and people will buy it. It's not uh, a tainted brand. It's not like Flash Gordon, which oh that's an old thing. It's not something new, right? And so I. Maybe it's not the right approach when when collecting or when making Star Wars toys. 
Right. Or at least know what you're doing when you do the chase, when, you know, at least know that, you know, do some market research or talk to some people and know, hey, look, if we're going to do this at San Diego Comic-Con and we got four different things we're doing, you need to know what you're getting into. Yeah. Yeah, I've heard nightmares about that, that San Diego Comic-Con chase piece. Yeah. And we've heard that the, the booth was shut down by the fire marshal several different times. Which I, I guess is normal. That happens quite often. Oh, really? Yeah, the fire marshal will go around and they will shut down a booth to clear it out and make sure that people can't get trampled on. But like day one, they were only handing out two of the three chases. Mm-hmm. They are not handing out, selling. So you can only buy two. So you'd have to come back the next day. Jeez. And that, that turned into the next day they were selling all three of them. But they were selling out really fast. And so they went to a ticketing system. And they tried to find the right pink color tickets. Or they made pink color tickets, but somebody went to Office Max and they found the 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 pink color paper and they started making their own tickets. And then they realized that it was uh, a fake, so they had to get rid of that system. So then you had to go out and find a specific person on the floor to get the chase or to get tickets to get the chase. That wasn't something that was handing out. It was just a lot to get the chases at San Diego right. Comic Con. And I don't understand it because it does seem, you know, with Star Wars Celebration, when they do that kind of stuff, people got their shit together. You know, they really yeah. know what they're doing. Yeah. You know, Funko is, is, you know, a lot of people make fun of Funko, but they know what they're doing. You know, um, I and and I really think Funko is going to be a brand. I don't think they're going to be the next Beanie Babies because hmm. if they do pop culture stuff, they do relevant stuff and they're still doing relevant stuff and they're changing with the times. You know, they still have the pops, but now they're doing soda pop. They're doing they're changing their marketing uh, enough to where people are still wanting that stuff. Yeah, but then there was that article that they dumped $30 million of product into a dumpster <laughs> because nobody was buying it. I mean, I guess you're going to take the hit sometimes. Maybe they, maybe it was more like the anime stuff where they overproduced the anime stuff. I don't know. I'm just. Yeah, I'd, I'd have to go back and reread that article. But I know, I mean, I mean, that's pretty much common practice sometimes, too. Yeah, it happens a lot more than people realize. Yeah. And it just it just happened that Funko is Funko is the hot ticket button right now. Hot ticket item. I mean, there's how many stores do we have in Atlanta that just sell Funko Pops? There's a lot. How many stores in Atlanta sell just Lando figures? <laughs> pretty much all of them if we got a star wars shelf it's got lando on it got lando stop making lando people right oh man we can repack it okay, all we gotta do is redo it stop it <laughs> Don't uh, get me worked I, up. yeah no it's it, it just i really i think the answer is going back to like maybe just a mail order system and as much as it sucks to be that you're going to miss the hunting, uh, you know, in targets and stuff, maybe do a mail order system, but then you better make sure your stuff's together. But it just, I don't know what the right answer is because then we, even with the mail order system, if it's a piece that's a chase, I mean, hell this is all right. So even with, it's not even, it's limited edition stuff too. It just hit me because my wife was trying to get a limited edition Barbie and it was sold out in three seconds. Yeah. I don't know how many they made, but I mean, I really do think it, it, it's, it's, it, it, it's happening everywhere, man. Um, and yeah, it does. The only time it, the only person it is a scalper, the person that can make that, make the, the item, the person that could do the, do the knows how to fight their way through the system to get it. 
I remember the episode three days where they would pack a different kind of Wookiee inside of the episode three figures, but there was no call that it was a different chase. Mm-hmm. That was a different figure. There was another like oddball. I think that's the pilot's name. There was a stealth version and then there was a regular version. There was the Imperial, uh, the, the Imperial guard. There was a red version and then there was a blue version, but there was nothing calling it out on the, on the packaging that this was a chase. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, so I like that idea of not calling it out, making people have to do work. And, and if you know, you know, right. And good for you for knowing and staying on top of things and understanding what the product is, but taking that sticker off is the least you can do to kind of make it more difficult for people to realize. Cause they just need to, oh, you know, flip through the, the pegs and be like, oh, there's a sticker taking that. Yeah. I mean, truthfully, that's what I do when I go to the, when I go to look. I'm looking for that sticker or I'm look, you know, or I'm look, actually looking for like the series two, because I know that's what I want. Uh, <laughs> but it is, it, it, I don't know. The whole, the whole thing is just toy collecting in general is getting frustrating right now. And, 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 and I know I keep bringing up the, I'm too old for this. Uh, I am. I'm just too freaking old for this. And you know, when Danny Glover said that he was only 45. Oh, in, uh, <laughs> I'm a year away from that. Yeah. And he was going to retire at 45? I guess. I'm too old for this. <laughs> it is funny when you see memes of like cheer stars or whatever, and they're like 50. And you're like, dude, I'm only like two years away from that. Yeah, like Jennifer Aniston right now is the same age as the Golden Girls. <laughs> <laughs> she looks way better than the Golden Girls. It was all part of the short hair theory. Like longer hair makes people look younger than shorter hair. Uh, so the Golden Girls had shorter hair. Uh, Jennifer Aniston has longer hair, so that may oh, might be why. But anywho, uh, anything else we want to talk about? Uh, I, don't, I think I'm, you've pissed me off enough. Oh, I'm I'm worked up too. I'm angry, <laughs> you wanna come over, sir. You want to have a, come over and have another cigar right now? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Calm me down. Oh, sure. <laughs> Um, okay, well, yeah, thank you for listening to the Smugglers Galaxy podcast. If you could please leave a like and a five star review of the show anywhere you listen to podcasts, if it's allowed, it really helps us out and points people to our show. Follow us on social media, you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. Send us an email or message us. We'd love feedback and we love to make you part of the show. Our email address is smugglersgalaxy at gmail.com. Thank you to Alfonso Riviera for the Smugglers Galaxy logo. Thank you to Levi Waterhouse for the music. People collect for the love of it. Hashtag vote with your wallet. Sabine will be on next week. Pass on what you've learned. Be a positive force in the collecting community. This is the way. This is the way. Bye. Bye.